the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord and welcome to the program. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. I'll be with you for the next hour and we'll be taking your calls. We'll be talking about the Bible. We'll be praying for your prayer requests and just seeking the Lord's will for this next hour and speaking of the Lord's will. Let's just pray right now. So Father, I just thank you, Lord. I thank you for this time. I thank you for this opportunity to be with you, to be with your people, Lord, and to have the opportunity, Lord, to pray for, for, for the needs of your people, Father. I just pray, Lord, that you would fill this next hour with your power, fill this next hour with your presence. Lord, be here and be with all of us, Lord, as we seek you in prayer, as we seek you in your word, as we seek for your will to be accomplished in our lives. Father, I just thank you for again for this time. Lord, I pray that you bless this time. Holy Spirit, take over and lead us as you would lead us, Lord, where you would have us be tonight. I thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas, and like I said, we'll be here for the next hour. We are a live program. We're here in studio in Glendale, California, the Frank Pastore Memorial Studio, and this is the time that we take to, to just pray and seek the Lord. So if you have a prayer tonight, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight. You know, I have a, a prayer request. Uh, I got a prayer request just as I was walking into the studio tonight. My brother Stephen here, who is the board operator, his mom, uh, her car got stolen just a few hours ago. So we want to pray for Soledad. So would you join me in praying for Soledad? Father, we know that in this world, things happen like this, Lord. There's evil in the world. There are people out there who would steal from us and have stolen from us. But Father, I just pray, Lord, for Soledad, that you would console her, that you would give her peace, and, Father, that you would restore her car to her undamaged. Father, I just pray that your perfect will would be accomplished, Lord, in her life, that you would use this, Father, in some way to bring honor and glory to your name. But most of all, Lord, I pray for your, for your, for your precious child. Lord, we pray for Soledad, that you would give her the peace and the, and, the, and the comfort of your presence. Be with her, Lord, encourage her, and restore her joy in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And if you have a prayer, if you need prayer, you know, Stephen came to me and asked me for prayer. And what does the Bible say? The Bible says in James, the fifth chapter, is anyone among you sick? Then he must call for the elders of the church, and they are to pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will restore the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. You know, call. Call on somebody to pray. Call tonight and ask for prayer. You know, uh, the prayer of faith will, will, it says, the prayer offered in faith. Well, faith means picking up that phone and saying, you know, Sammy, pray for this or pray for that. Pray for me. Pray for my family. Would you call tonight and ask for prayer? Would you seek the Lord in prayer? The number is 1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552. For the live on-air calls, that's if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, if you'd like to bring something before the Lord, just just let's stand in the gap. Let's take that place. Let's stand up and take our place as we seek the Lord for, for the needs of our lives, of our family, of our loved ones. Let's seek the Lord for, for those needs. If you know somebody who's sick, if you're sick, you know, the Bible says, is anyone among you sick? It's not just you. It's anybody you know. If you know somebody who's sick and you want to just bring them before the Lord, you want to bring them before the throne of God, then I encourage you, take this time. Take this opportunity. 
call in tonight for prayer. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. You know, you can also take this opportunity to call in and ask a question. You know, the Bible tells us, know the truth, and the truth will make you free. You know, if there's something you're seeking about the, God, about the, the Bible, about God's Word, you know, if you've read something or you heard something, and you have a question, something's on your mind tonight, I encourage you to call and ask a question. You know, ask your Bible question, ask a question about the cults, the occult, uh, uh, the, the world religions, whether it's Buddhism or Islam. You know, if you have a question uh, concerning the Bible, concerning Christianity, uh, just something that's on your mind tonight and you want to talk about it, then call in tonight. Again, the number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. You know, one of the things we're going to be talking about tonight is end times. You know, we're in, um, in Mark, the 13th chapter, and Jesus talks about the end times. If you have a question on the end times, call in tonight. You know, we'll see what the Bible says. You know, my opinion... Uh, it's not worth much, you know, but God's word is established. Jesus said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will last forever. God's word is, will never pass away. It's established. It's God-breathed. It's God-inspired. It's the ultimate truth. It's our security. So call in tonight. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. Something else I want to mention tonight, as always, uh, we get together for prayer and worship on Friday nights. So if you're in the Arcadia, Pasadena area, if you're looking for somewhere to, to, to just be in the presence of the Lord, I encourage you, come and, come and worship with us. We're out in Arcadia, and we get together every Friday night at 8 p.m. You can uh, uh, come down to 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. We'd love to see you out there. It's a time that we spend uh, in fellowship, a time we spend in prayer and worship. Uh, we get into God's Word. We study the Word. We've been teaching uh, the Gospel of Mark uh, for the past uh, uh, 13 weeks, and we've got a couple more weeks left. So I would encourage you to come out and pray with us, come out, worship with us, come out and study the Word of God together. The address is 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. It's easy to get to. Just take the 210 freeway into the Arcadia area, get off at Santa Anita Avenue, go north one block on Santa Anita to Foothill Boulevard, make a right, and uh, you'll go another block to First Avenue, you make another right, and you'll see us uh, down, the, down the street at 805 North First Avenue. We're at the corner of Forest and First Avenue in the city of Arcadia, 8 p.m. every Friday night. We'd love to see you out there uh, this coming Friday. Also, Sunday mornings, uh, we go to church every Sunday morning at uh, 10 a.m. So we're there at the same place, 805 North 1st Avenue. Pastor Walter Hoffman is the pastor of the Hills Church. Uh, and we'd love to see you out in church. If you're looking for a church to visit or a church to make your home, we'd love to see you out at the Hills Church at 805 North 1st Avenue, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Having given you all that information, let's go to the phone lines. And our first caller is Alan. Hey, Alan, you're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. Uh, good morning. Uh, it's been a rough week for everybody and you know, all of us. Uh, our father, who uh, has been in the VA hospital, he's uh, with bladder cancer and everything else going on with him. He's now getting ready to go home with the Lord. He's and transported him back home this earlier this evening mm. you know, for hospice and. Um, he uh, received prayer. We prayed with him, prayed over him, and he knows the Lord. But the family that's gathered around him, um, be my sister and some brothers, and uh, I would like prayer for our family. I'm on my way to Huntington Beach right now to spend these last moments with him. Alan, what's your dad's name? Uh, Alan Sr. Alan He's Sr. He's a Korean, Korean War veteran. He's wow. 84 and... Well, of course, we thank him for his service. It's a grateful country for to all the servicemen. You know, I was at a, a funeral earlier this week for a beloved sister. Her her father right. passed away. <clears throat> he was 96 years old. He served in World, World War II. And we're so grateful to all the veterans for oh, serving amen. this country and protecting us and, yeah. and, and fighting for our freedom. So, Father, we just come before you. So grateful for for this man, for this beloved brother in the Lord, Alan. Lord, we just pray, Lord, that 
you would make his last moments here on earth, Lord, comfortable and without pain, Lord, and that he would leave this earth, Lord, according to your purpose and your plan and your timing for his life, Lord. Lord, we just pray, Lord, that as he closes his eyes for the last time in this earth, that he would open his eyes and that you would be the first vision he sees in heaven, Lord, and that you would welcome him into your presence, Father. But, Father, I pray for Alan Jr. and all the family, Lord. As Alan Sr. passes and comes into your presence, Lord, it's a joyful moment, Lord, but it's also a painful one. It's always painful to be separated from loved ones, Father. So I pray your comfort and your peace. I pray, Lord, Lord, that you would be with this family, Lord, and that you would give them all the strength, all the comfort, all the peace that they need, Lord, to carry on, to keep going, Lord. Lord, you said in your word that those who endure to the end will be saved, Lord. Alan has endured, Lord. He endured the Korean War, and he fought for his country. He brought up a family and raised a family, Lord, that loves him, Father. And I thank you, Lord, for those who love Alan, Lord, and who will will mourn his, his separation from this earth. But, Lord, we have the promise that one day all things will be restored and all relationships will be restored and we will be together in your kingdom, Father. So I just pray for the hope that is within us because you are the hope that is within us, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would be, you would be so real and so manifest to this family, Lord, that they would have, that they would have every, every reason to celebrate a life, to celebrate a life well spent, to celebrate a life that has been given to you as we give ourselves to you, Lord. I pray for this family in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you, Thank my you. friend. God bless you, my brother. And uh, God bless you. God bless you all. Be Thank strong you, and, and encourage the family. Amen? Oh, amen. Amen, yes. God bless. Thank you. All right, good night. God amen. bless. Let's go to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Lee. Oh, I pressed the wrong button there. Let's talk to Lee. Hi, Lee. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hi. Thank you. I was uh, very moved by that last prayer. Um, uh, I have a prayer uh, that may not... Sometimes I I think that because it's not dealing with humans that sometimes people prioritize prayers, but love is love, and when you love a creature, it's still something that is a desire of my heart. And Mm -hmm. I saved... I saved... Anything that crosses my path that the Holy Spirit tells me to in the way that the Holy Spirit tells me, whether it's two-legged or Mm four-legged. I'm praying about a four-legged cat that I saved, and um, she was in a a sanctuary for animals that can't find homes, and the unthinkable has happened, and a mountain lion has been jumping over an eight-and-a-half-foot fence and mauling and terrorizing and eating these animals that are supposedly in a sanctuary. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm terrified by it. Uh, the mountain lion's not doing anything wrong. He's being a mountain lion. Right. And the woman whose property it is, it's six acres, is uh, 87 years old, and I've been witnessing to her for four years. And uh, she's got a very stony heart and very stubborn, and she's not doing anything about this. And I'm praying for a miracle for God to orchestrate a miracle where there's no doubt that he is in the midst of this and that he orchestrates a perfect and 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 simple way so that this sanctuary can remain a sanctuary and the death of these cats stop it's just terrifying mm-hmm. to me every night and I don't know what to do I don't have $65,000 to put a 15 foot fence in right sure well you're doing the right thing. You're you're seeking the Lord. You're seeking His will, and you're seeking His power. So let's pray right now. And mainly because I want to show her that right. God that I uh, uh, of Abraham and Jacob, He is not a fable. She laughs at me. She rolls her eyes at me. And Jesus is able. And I said that to her. I said, "You don't have a choice. You need mm-hmm. a miracle. Call out to the God that you don't believe in, but call out." Right. And I, I'm praying that He would reveal himself in the midst of these and i'm having a hard time laying it down at the cross because every night i'm just yeah i understand I'm, you want to do mortified yeah it's like sure. watching a three-year-old sure. cross the 405 yeah. you, you don't know what to do 
You know, but the Bible tells us, uh, Paul tells us, be anxious for nothing, but in all things through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your request known unto God, and, 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 and he will guard your heart. So let's lay it before the Lord, let's bring it before the Lord, and let's just ask him to, to intervene. Father, we just thank you. We thank you for your creation, Lord. We thank you that you created animals, Lord, and that you created cats and, and, and dogs and, and, and yes. you, you created animals as, as beasts of burden but you've already you already you also created animals for, for pets and for to bring comfort and yes to be companions to, to your children. Father I just pray Lord for this for, I pray for Lee first Lord that you would give her peace. Father that she would be able to lay this down before you and to bring it to you Lord and to, to rest in your grace and in your mercy and in your power. I pray for this lady Lord who's in charge of the sanctuary, Lord, that you would soften her heart to the gospel and that she would receive Christ as her Savior and that she would seek you above all others, Lord. <clears throat> and I pray, Lord, for these animals. I pray, Lord, that you would intervene, that you would move upon this mountain lion, Lord, and that, that Lord, he's, like, like Lee said, he's not doing anything wrong. He's just being who you created, what you created him to be, a mountain lion. But I pray, Lord, that you would bring peace to this situation, that you would bring a solution to this situation, Father, and that you would protect these innocent innocent cats, Lord, and innocent animals. And I, I pray, Lord, for, for the peace and the grace of a merciful God to be on Lee, and that she would be able, Lord, to, to do all that you have called her to do, Father. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, I know this is heavy on your heart, Lee, but... Well, it's because it costs me a lot to save this animal, and also, I know very clearly, as you know, the Lord did make the animals before he even made Eve. And he made them, and I'm clear that it was for a companion and for help. But he said, as he delineated those two things, mm -hmm. not just beasts of burden, but they are a great companion. And everything has a right to life. And to stand back and not do anything is something that is very hard for me to do. Well, I and I feel very impotent at the moment, but... Well, I pray God's wisdom. Lord with you. I pray God's wisdom upon you, and that He would lead you, and that you would be sensitive to His spirit. Amen. Thank you so much. And God bless, uh, you. bless you. Bless you. And can I pray for you? Is there anything on sure. your heart? Sure. Sure. Go ahead and pray. And pray, pray and ask the Lord that the Lord would 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 give uh, give us joy. That the Lord would just lead us for this ministry. Hallelujah. Father, you said we're two were gathered together in one accord. My brother and I are in one accord, and that is not because we are praying, but because of who we are praying to. Thank you, Lord. It is not lost on us that you did not die in vain, Lord, that that mystery and the victory song of Calvary would be part of every breath that is, that is in the ministry that my brother has taken up. He is a gap between the land of the living and your world. Let the Holy Spirit give him that that portion that is his daily, that portion that is his on every breath that he takes, that he would be one of the ones that steps out, the apple of your eye, your good and true servant. You are his father, and let him embrace that, Lord, not to the point where he's been, but to a point where he is ascending to, that the two of us would learn how to pray with you, with the Holy Spirit, without ego and without any Thank thought you, other than thy will be done, thy kingdom come. You, I pray upon all of his following and all of us to stand in the name of Jesus, the Son of the living Thank God, you. and that we would be empowered and come against evil instead of falling away from it. Let that empowerment be strong in my brother now so that he has a double dose of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, my sister. God bless you thank you for your prayers bye good night see you in heaven amen well let's go to our next caller and talk to jeremiah hey jeremiah how you doing hey sammy how you doing doing okay how can we pray for you tonight uh still still trying to look for a place uh and i want to give a testimony my uh number one i told you to pray for my cousin ricky yeah he did the surgery he took the kidney out and he's out of the hospital now and I guess everything's okay. What I'm going to Praise the Lord. Pray for him tonight. And I want to pray for the Las Vegas shooting, too, for everybody to be okay. Amen. And there was a guy, who got shot in the eye, and her eye hurts her and all that. And, you know, thank God, because the guy, who, the guy who 
gives himself up, but he, I heard he took his life, or the cops shot him. I don't know. Well, let's pray. Father, I just thank you, Lord, for Jeremiah and his desire to pray and to seek you, Lord. We pray for, for the situation in Las Vegas, Lord. Lord, that you would heal and keep safe those who are injured, and that you would comfort, Lord, the families who have lost loved ones in the shooting. And, Father, we pray against this evil, whatever evil. Lord, we don't know what motivated this man to do this, but I pray, Lord, that you would protect your children, that you would protect this world from evil, Lord, the evil of, 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 of hatred, the evil of desiring to kill for, for no reason, Father. For, for no, Lord, I, I don't know what to say. I just pray your, your protection upon your children upon, uh, from evil. And again, we pray for the families of loved ones who have been lost. We pray for those who are in the hospital and recovering. And I pray, Lord, for your protection. Father, I thank you for Ricky, who's out of the hospital. Lord, we thank you for answering prayers, Lord, and, 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 and healing Ricky, Lord. And we pray for Jeremiah and his mom, that they would find a place, Lord, that you would provide, Lord, for all of his needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And we pray in Jesus' name, Lord, and we thank you, Father, for the solution. We thank you for the answer, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you will do according to your will for Jeremiah and his mom. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, Son, and the Holy amen. Spirit. So how you been, Sam? Doing okay. Doing okay, Jeremiah. Uh, he's, we'll have some, uh, we're going to get some results next week, but we think he's doing good. Thank God. Okay, I wanted to ask you something. Okay, so you said anybody's got a question about the end times. I do. Okay, what's your question? Like, okay, so let me ask you something. Like, you know, because we're warm and, you know, you know, we do sin every day. You know what I mean? Because, you know, if God's law is blue, we, we want to well, make it green. Well, you know, saying but, we do sin every day, that doesn't justify sinning. I mean, we're, we, we're sinners. I understand that. We, we, we get tempted or, or we're tempted and we sin. But there's no justification for sin. It's not like, well, go some and God knows. You know, that's not no, a we justification. Can't, we can't, we can't that. use that. For, to say kohomsam to to justify well God knows that I'm I'm so weak blah you know no God calls us to be strong God calls us to to overcome sin God calls us to fight sin and to fight temptation you know First Corinthians says yeah, that no yeah. sin is no sin has come against you that you're unable to resist by the power of the Holy Spirit so God, having said that go ahead what, what, what your question is okay another question so what happens okay let's say okay let's say if you keep doing the same sin over and over. Now, I heard God can't forgive you for the same sin over and over if you keep doing it. And you know it's a sin. Well, you know, that's a, <clears throat> that's a problem. Because if we're Christians, okay, if we're following Christ, we're not giving in to sin. We're overcoming sin. Now, you know, that doesn't, that, you know, how can I say this? God's grace is sufficient for any and every sin. And God will, will, it says, if you keep on confessing your sins, God will uh, not only forgive you, but he'll cleanse you from every, you know, First John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, God is faithful to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You know, so if, an, if a Christian keeps sinning over and over and over again, the same sin, there's something going on there. There's something wrong with that. And you know that 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 Christian needs to to come before the Lord and confess that sin, and to do what's needed to be done in his life, to overcome the power that the enemy has. You know, we we search, we seek God, uh, and we seek His power, we seek His forgiveness, we seek help from others, we seek seek counsel. Uh, the Bible, you know, I, I just read a scripture in uh, in the Bible uh, that 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 says, "Is anyone among you sick?" They should call for the elders. It also says to confess your sins one to another, you know, and we're to to be accountable for our sins. We're to be accountable to God and and, and to each other. We're to deal, you know, a, a, a Christian who's sinning over and over and over again, the same sin, is not dealing with his sin. He's not really taking it seriously. And a person, you know, I just read the scripture, therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much. We are to deal with sin according to the Word of God, according to the Bible. It's not something we can do over and over and over again and expect to still be right with God. No, it's a sin. No, he calls us. Give you for the same sin. He, he calls us to deal with our sin, to 
to, to, to live according to his word, Jeremiah. So a, 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 a Christian who's, who's struggling with sin, you know, I don't have a problem with a Christian who's struggling with sin. I have a problem with a Christian who's not struggling with sin because they're not in the fight. You know, if you're struggling with sin, then you're in the fight. You're struggling, you're, you're fighting, you're, you're, you know it's a problem. My problem was with the Christian who thinks his sin isn't a problem. You know, that's, that's my concern. A Christian who doesn't think his sin is a problem anymore and, is, and, is, and who's not dealing with it. So we deal with it and we come before the Lord. We confess our sin. You know, even if it's over and over and over again, we confess our sin to the Lord. We ask for his grace and his mercy and we ask for strength to deal with sin. Amen? Amen. God bless you, Sammy. Thank okay, you very Jeremiah. Much. Oh, and just one more thing I wanted to ask you. Are you guys having any revivals, any get-togethers? Well, uh, we're planning something in February over uh, in the church, a men's meeting. Uh, other than that, we're going to see, we're gonna see no how the Lord... right? There's nothing that I know of in the works right now. We just had a revival out with uh, Pastor Alex last week. We were in Marino Valley. Oh, and, Bobby, there was a lot of people there. Yeah, and a few weeks we were a few weeks ago we were with the Johnsons for their celebration. Uh, okay, did you guys see Ronnie at Pastor Alex? Uh, no, he wasn't there. I saw I saw I saw Ronnie over at the uh, at the Johnson revival at the Johnson oh, okay. Uh, celebration. Okay. okay, good talking okay, to you, Jeremiah. Sammy. God bless. God bless you, Sammy. Thank you for everything. Good night. And if you have a prayer request or a Bible question, you can call in tonight. The number is one eight eight eight. Nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. We had a question uh, from Monique. It says, "What type of religion do the Freemasons believe?" Well, the, the Freemasons uh, are not a religion in and of themselves. Their organization is not a religion. It's a fraternal organization. It's a it's a it's a fellowship of brothers who get together who are Masons. Uh, it began centuries ago, really. It's, it's been going on for, for many centuries, uh, and they're called the Freemasons. But they originally were uh, stone workers who, who got together as a fraternal organization. And uh, they don't have a particular uh, religion. <clears throat> uh, you can be a Christian. Some free, I should say this. Some Freemasons are Christians. Some Freemasons are different organizations. A lot of the founding fathers uh, of this country were Freemasons. Uh, but they're 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 stonemasons, uh, and they started uh, back in uh, I believe the 14th century. Uh, I'm not sure, but they have uh, uh, their fraternal organization, not a religious organization, though much of their uh, uh, beliefs are in a divine being. So, having said that, let's go back to our uh, phone lines and let's talk to Eric. Hi, Eric. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? My Sam, I have a question. What okay. does it mean? In the last days, I will pour, pour out my spirit on all flesh. Is that the Holy Spirit? Yes, it is. That's a uh, that's a prophecy from I believe the Book of Joel, and it talks about the end times. Uh, it says your old men. I think if I'm quoting correctly, your old men will 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 see visions, and your young men will dream dreams. I will pour out my spirit, um, and it's talking about as the time grows near. For the return of Christ, the Holy oh. Spirit will be more and more poured out, and I, and I believe we've seen this happen already uh, with the resurgence oh. of spiritual gifts. You know, oh, uh, for many many years, uh, uh, we we saw a lack of spiritual gifts in the church, uh, and oh. now since back in the 1970s, uh, with the Jesus movement, we've seen a resurgence with the speaking of tongues, uh, miracles. Even uh, the Azusa Street Revival in 19, I think it was 1902 or 1906, wow. uh, we, we saw a resurgence of, 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 of God pouring out His Spirit into the church, and we've seen a resurgence of Pentecostalism and charismatic uh, movements. Wow. So I believe that we've seen this happening in our lifetime, that we've seen uh, the prophecy of Joel uh, uh, fulfilled, that God has poured out His Spirit into his church again, uh -huh. and we're seeing much more miracles and spiritual gifts uh, with the speaking of tongues and, 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 and the interpretation of tongues and, and many things uh -huh. that are happening. So I believe that this, 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 is, this is happening now, uh, that, the, that the prophecy uh -huh. in Joel, that God is pouring out his spirit. Because we're so close to the end times, 
uh, Eric. We're so close to the return of Christ. He's at the door, and there's nothing holding him back. There's nothing that we need to wait for. He can come back at any time. Amen? Sam, I have another question. Several years ago, I woke up, I was going to go to work, and I felt this torment on my hands like I was, like it was hellfire. I was burning. And I went into the room, and I knelt down, and I said, Lord Jesus, forgive me, and it went away. Mm-hmm. Was that the Holy Spirit taking away that torment? Well, I believe that it was that <clears throat> whatever was going on, you know, you, you know, whatever was going on, Eric, you called to the Lord, and the Lord answered your prayer. Yeah. So the Lord, the Lord. Was that, was that a demonic spirit tormenting? I have no idea. I don't know what was happening, if it was something physical, if it was something spiritual, but. Uh, it went away, split of a second. Mm. Well, thank God that he heard your prayer and he answered yeah. your prayer so quickly. Okay, Eric, got to run. Thanks for your question. Okay, Thanks. Thank you. God bless you, my God friend. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye. Next. Uh, next caller, we're going to talk to Manuel. Hi, Manuel. This is You're on the air. This is the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help you tonight? Yes, I'm calling in there for prayer, for deliverance of uh, addiction and alcoholism. Also, I want to pray for my family, for healing, and that God would, you know, Touch, touch me and my family and friends and those Las Vegas, all those families. Amen. Amen. And uh, it would give me the strength to fight the good fight. Amen. Father, I thank you for, for Manuel's heart and his desire, Lord, to serve you and to live according to your word. Father, we pray, Lord, that you would break this, that, that you would break the chains of addiction, Lord. Uh, Manuel, please turn off your radio. We have a, 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 a delay, and it's very difficult to to pray with you when there's something going on in the background like that. So, Father, we just come before you again to pray for Manuel. Lord, that you would free him from this addiction, that you would deliver him, Lord, and break the chains of bondage to alcohol. Father, that you would do a mighty and powerful work in his life. Lord, that you would take away cravings, that you would take away, Lord, the desire to, to, to drink alcohol. Father, that you would just take this bondage and make it, a testimony to your glory, to your power in Manuel's life. Lord, I know so many men are addicted to to drugs, to alcohol, to pornography, Lord. And I just pray, Lord, for a freedom from addiction. Lord, a, a working of your spirit among your children, Lord, to free, Lord, all men, all women from any type of addiction, Lord, that would separate from you. But especially tonight we pray for Manuel, that this work would be done in his life for your purpose for your will, Lord, to be accomplished in his life. Lord, that this would be done, Lord, through the power of your Holy Spirit, that you would just fill him from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, Lord, with power, the power of the name of Jesus, the authority that he could take, Lord, over this addiction through the name of Jesus is immense, is overwhelming, Lord. Lord, I pray that you would overwhelm him with your power to stay away from alcohol, to stay away from any addictive chemical, any addictive purpose, Lord. And we pray, Lord, for, for, for his family, Lord, that you would give them strength and blessings, Lord, that you would bless the situation again, Lord, in, in Las Vegas, Lord, with, the, with those who are in the hospital and those who have lost loved ones, that you would just comfort those who have lost loved ones and that you would give your grace and healing, Lord, to those who are in the hospital. We thank you and we praise you, Lord. And we pray according to your will for Manuel and all those mentioned in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Manuel, um, I want to commend you for calling in and asking for prayer because that is so important. That's the first thing we always turn to is prayer to seek the Lord. But also, I wanted to ask you if you're involved in a 12-step group or uh, any, any type of, uh, uh, are you getting help for, for this addiction? No, no I, I just, um, I'm actually on my backslider, you know, I just go to church and I, I know, you know, God is calling me. Well, Everywhere I go, people tell me. Well, I believe God is calling you. He's calling you out of that world of, of addiction, out of that world of, 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 of uh, alcohol abuse. And I encourage you to get involved in a 12-step program, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous. Find out where they're meeting and go to a meeting. Get involved with other men, with other people that you can lean on for help, that you can call on for prayer at any time. You know, get a, a sponsor. And go through the steps. Go through the twelve steps, and the Lord, I, I, the Lord will use it in your life to free you. 
you know we we look to god and we look to others you know you you look to you you called me tonight you you reached out for help and that's that, that that's such a great step that you did that you're calling someone to ask for prayer but there are going to be more times in the future that you're going to need prayer and i might not be on the radio there might not be somebody on the radio you can call but there's other men you can call and rely on and lean on but you got to get involved with those men who are, who are who are in the same situation you're in who who have who have been sober for 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 for, for however long and are seeking the lord the way you're seeking the lord get involved in a 12-step program get involved in some kind of men's group where you can go and just and just uh, lean on other men amen okay my brother god bless you for calling and 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 i'd like to hear from you next week and let me know how you're doing and and let me know that you got into a 12-step program okay 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 manuel god bless my friend thank you Okay, let's take another question, and we're going to talk to David. Hey, David, you're on the air. What's your question tonight? Hi, Sammy. How hey, are you? Doing good. Doing good. How you doing? Good. I, I just wanted to know um, uh, about the scripture about saying uh, no man should be left alone, like have a mate, because I've been four years old. I've been praying for God to bring me somebody, and I never had a girlfriend, and starting to get to me now where... Um, I do everything by myself. I go to places, and it would be nice to have companionship, but for some reason I don't. Mm-hmm. God hasn't gave me anybody, and I've been yeah. well. The, the scripture, my whole life. Well, the scripture I think you're referring to is in Genesis, and you know the first. You know, God, God, in His creation, He saw His creation. He said everything was good. You know, the, He created the, the the heavens and the earth, and He created the animals and. And everything, at the end of the day, he said, everything was good. The first time he said that something wasn't good was when he said, it is not good for man to be alone. Okay, so I think that's the scripture you're talking about. Yeah, that, that, that God created Eve so that Adam would have a helper, a mate. You know, so it's in, uh, the scripture you're looking for is in uh, Genesis, I think it's the first or second chapter. You'd have to uh, look it up, but it's there. And you know, I know that, uh, you know, what you're saying, it's tough to be alone. And you're looking for, for God's will and God's purpose in your life. And let, we're going to pray that the Lord would provide uh, a helpmate or the, the Lord would bring someone in your life. But you're not alone, David. I want you to know you're not alone. The Holy Spirit is with you. God lives within you, and God loves you. And you're never alone. Uh, you're, you're never without a companion. God said, I will send you the helper. I will send you the comforter. You know, God loves you and he's with you. And there are others. I'm sure there are others in your life that, that, that love you and that care for you. You know, if you're not involved with a church, I would, I would, I would encourage you to, to get involved in a, a, a Holy Spirit-filled, you know, well-balanced Bible-teaching church. You know, get somewhere where there are people who are of the same mind and the same heart as you. They love the, the people that love the Lord because that is your... There's your strength, you know. The Bible says, "Do not forget, do not forsake the assembling together, as some have done." You know, you need to be in church. You need to be with other Christians, worshiping God, and just getting before the throne of God, and just loving the Lord, and allowing God to to, to fulfill His purpose and and His will for your life. So, Father, I just pray for David, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I pray that he would know that he's never alone, and he never has to be alone. Lord, that you're with him always. That you're his companion that you're his lord you're his his savior you're 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 his comforter his peace that your holy spirit fills him and loves him and is always with him and father i pray that you would bring people into his life lord that would encourage him that would be with him and that would uh, uh, help him lord in his journey uh in this world with you lord and i just pray lord that you would pick out the perfect person for him the perfect woman for him lord in his life and that you would bring someone into his life lord Lord, that would be a, 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 a helpmate, a soulmate, someone that he would that he would pursue, and Lord, that you would uh, uh, bring into his life that, that that they would be married and that they would live according to your lo- love and according to your word and according to your purpose and plan in their life, Lord. So I just pray, Lord, for for David's future and for his future wife, and Lord, I just pray that you'd have his way, you have your way in his life, and that your will would be would be manifest in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 
Hey, Sammy, I want to tell you I saw a good movie uh, the other day called Question of Faith. Have you heard of it? What, what, what did you see? Uh, Question of Faith. The Question of Faith. No, I've yeah. never heard of that. Yeah, I, just, you know, I saw it at the theater. It's really good. It's got a really good story to it. Awesome. I'm glad, I'm glad you enjoyed it, and, uh, and uh, yeah. I, I hope we can get a chance to see it. But there's so many good movies right now, uh, Christian movies. Uh, you yeah. said you said the question of faith. I saw the case for Christ not too long ago, uh, with uh, about Lee Strobel, and I saw a oh, movie yeah. called uh, The Heart of Man, which was an amazing, amazing movie. What a what a what a, a beautiful story about the prodigal son and how the father went out looking for, uh, brought the, the son back, received the son back. So I, w- I would encourage uh, Christians to get out there and support these Christian movies, The Heart of Man, The Case for Christ. And now this new movie, the Steve McQueen movie that Greg Laurie uh, came out. Not too many people know that at the end of, not long before Steve McQueen died, he became a Christian. And he yeah, was okay, devoted to the to, Lord. Yeah. He, he, and this is the story of how he came to the Lord and how the Lord filled that place, that need that he was looking for in, in so many other places. You know, and the Lord, the Lord gave him uh, an amazing uh, testimony, but not too many people know about it. So I would encourage everybody to get out there. And support these movies that are coming out, that are out now, that are, are, are faith-based movies. You know, the Steve McQueen movie, The Heart of Man, and The Case for Christ are three movies that I can definitely recommend. Okay, yeah. thanks for calling, Thank David. You, thanks for your no, thanks no, for your recommendation. Bye. All right. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk to Sherry, and we're going to take this call. Hello. Hi, Sherry. How how can we help you tonight, Sherry? Um, I'm in a hospital. Since July uh, 19th, as you told you? No, I just, this is the first time I'm hearing about this. Okay, I'm um, at LACUSC Medical Center in East L.A. Uh-huh. They put me here, Sammy, because I was out on the streets. Then after Zhao, the judge, put with the list of service on me. Uh-huh. And uh, the Gaji's uh, in charge on me. Well, let's so pray. I need a prayer for that. Let's pray right now. Cher- Lord, we come before you, Mugodad. Mangas devla chirobosli most, chosunso most devla, chosasteri most be cherry, Mugodel. Lord, I pray, Mugodel. She's been in the hospital, she says, since July, Mugodad. I pray, Lord, that your healing power would be upon her, Lord. That she would be able to come home soon, Mugodel, and that there would be somewhere for her to be, Lord, somewhere for her to live, Mugodel. That you would that you wouldn't allow her to be on the streets anymore, Mugodel, but that you would provide a home for her, Mugodel, a place for her, Mugodel, and that your healing power would be upon her, Mugodel. We cry out to you, Lord, and ask and seek, Lord. You said, is anyone among you sick? Let them call for the elders of the church and let them pray over them, anointing them with oil. I pray that you would anoint her with the oil of your Holy Spirit, that from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, Lord, that she would experience a healing power that goes beyond man's understanding, and I pray according to your will, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. 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 Pray Amen. for my mother, for my brother, for Ricky, for all the pastors, the radio station. I heard Amen. you was in a hospital, Sammy. Well, thank God. Mugodel, we pray for everybody mentioned, Lord. All the names mentioned, all the people, Mugodel. We just pray your blessing upon each and every one, Mugodel. Yes, we pray for Chunan Jimmy, as always, Lord. We pray for all those who are sick, Mugodel, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you, Cherry. I'll call again. Thank you. God bless. Good Bye. Night. Well, it's 1244, and uh, uh, we're going to go to our, our, our teaching tonight. But if you're holding on, please continue to hold, and we'll, we'll get to your prayers. Uh, I'll talk to you right after we sign off. Uh, if you need prayer, please hold on. And we'll 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 pray after we sign off. But we wanted to get to our, uh, our our text tonight, and it's Mark chapter thirteen, and it's so important because Jesus is talking about the end times. He's talking to his disciples. He's talking to the apostles uh, about the end times, and he's, and he's about to tell them what's going to happen, and explain to them. But he's talking to them in a way that you know there's there's things that are going to happen that are in the near future, and the far future. 
You know, he's telling them things that are going to happen in their lifetime that they'll live to see and things that they won't be around to see that's going to be beyond their life. And it says, Mark 13 says, As he was going out of the temple, one of the disciples said to him, Teacher, behold what wonderful stones and what wonderful buildings. Now he's, they're, they're walking out of the temple, and one of the disciples is, is, is just pointing out how beautiful the temple is, how beautiful the buildings of the temple are. And Jesus says to him, do you see these great buildings? Not one stone will be left upon another which will not be torn down. Jesus is telling him something is going to happen in the near future. Not too long from now, every one of these stones that you're so uh, 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 looking at and, 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 and saying how wonderful and how beautiful they are, these stones that you say are beautiful, they're going to be torn down. And you know that actually did happen around 70 AD Rome set fire to the city of Jerusalem and the entire city was destroyed Rome set fire to the city and you know what happened because of the fire the temple gold the gold that was in the temple melted into the crevices of the stones so the Romans literally tore down every stone to get to the gold, to retrieve the gold, to get out the gold that had melted. So Jesus' words came true. You know, in 70 AD, that was probably a, not, you know, not more than 40 years after Jesus had said this, it actually did happen. In 70 AD, the Romans set fire to the city to put down the, 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 the revolution, the, 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 the uh, revolt against Rome through the, with the zealots, you know, Roman had enough, and they said, "We're going. You know, they're just going to. They're going to. They're going to sack the city. They're going to take care of this revolution once and for all." And they set fire to the city, and the gold melted, and literally every stone of the temple was torn down to get to the gold. And Jesus's prophecy, Jesus's words, came true less than forty years from when he said it. And many of the disciples, the apostles, lived to see this happen. So after, after Jesus said this, in the third verse, he says, they were sitting on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple. Peter and James and John and Andrew were questioning him privately. He says, tell us, when will these things be and what will be the sign when all these things are going to be fulfilled? So Jesus began to tell them. It says, Jesus began to say to them, see to it that no one misleads you. He's telling them, Make sure that no one misleads you, that no one gives you false teaching. It says, many will come in my name saying, I am he, and will mislead many. Now, you know, I was wondering, you know, I, was, I was reading this, and he's saying that many will come and say, I am he. Who are they going to say they are? They're going to say they're the Messiah, that they are the, the risen Christ. It says, many will come in my name saying, I am he. I'm the one who's going to save. I'm the one who's going to redeem. I'm the one who's going to fulfill. No. He says, they will mislead many. And I was thinking, you know, this is a prophecy of the near future and the far future because this has been happening ever since Christ's resurrection. People have been coming and saying that they're the Messiah. You know, and I, and I, I, just off the top of my head, I thought of, Jim Jones, who, who, who led over 800 people to their deaths in Guyana. You know, they, they, they literally drank the Kool-Aid. You know, we, we talk about drinking the Kool-Aid, about buying into false teaching or false doctrine. Well, they bought into the false teaching of Jim Jones. And they drank poisoned Kool-Aid, and over 800 people died in, in Guyana. And then I think of, uh, of David Koresh in Waco, Texas, who claimed to be uh, the Messiah, who claimed to have the power to save these people, but they all died in Waco, Texas. So, you know, those are just two that I thought of the top of my head. So I, I went and I and I, I looked up those who people who claim to be Christ, false messiahs, and I came across Simon Magus in the first century, and the Cedios, the Samaritan. And Anne Lee, and John Nichols, Tom, William Courtney—so many that 
had a, had followings and claimed to be Christ or claimed to be the Messiah. William W. Davies in 1833. He was born in 1833, died in 1906. He was one of the uh, 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 Latter-day Saints, a Mormon, uh, claimed that uh, his infant, Arthur, who was born in 1868, was the reincarnation of Christ. You know, there were so many. But you know the, the most famous one that I found was Reverend Sung Young Moon, born 1920, died 2012. Died recently, you know, five years ago. He was the founder and leader of the Unification Church established in Seoul, South Korea, who considered himself the second coming of Christ. Although he is generally believed by Unification Church members, or Moonies, you've heard of the Moonies, that he was the Messiah and the second coming of Christ and was anointed to fulfill Jesus' unfinished mission. He was Jesus's. He was fulfilled to finish, like Jesus didn't fulfi- finish his 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 mission. Really, so many have claimed to be the Christ and have misled many, fulfilling Christ's words. He said, "Many will come in my name, saying I am He, and will be misled." But Jesus said, "Don't let anyone mislead you. Don't let anyone mislead you. There are no Christs on the earth." There are no messiahs. There's only one messiah, and his name is Jesus. He is the son of God. He came 2,000 years ago and died on the cross. He suffered on the cross and gave himself as a sacrifice for you and for me, for our sins, to give us grace and mercy and forgiveness. And he was raised the third day. He, he was laid in the tomb and raised on the third day. He was resurrected, and he's alive today, sitting at the right hand of God, praying for you and me that we would accept and receive salvation. There are no Christs on the earth. And there will be no Christ on the earth until Jesus himself comes again and puts away evil. He will judge evil. He will judge sin. He will do away with the Antichrist and all those who come claiming to be God. He will do away with the false Christ. So let no one mislead you, my friend. Don't let the Jim Joneses of this world or the David Koresh's of this world mislead you. Many have come since Jesus saying they are the Messiah. But none of them, none of them, none of them were real. None of them were true. They were all false. False teachers, false prophets. Jesus goes on in the seventh verse and says, When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be frightened. Those things must take place, but it is not yet the end. For nation will rise up against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines. These things are merely the beginning of birth pangs. How true it is. Ever since then, there have been wars and rumors of wars. I mean, we, we, I, I mentioned the, 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 rev, the, the, the revolt against Rome by the zealots. You know, And how many wars have there been since then? There are wars going on right now as we speak. The war against ISIS, the war against the Taliban in Afghanistan, uh, not to mention the wars that are going on in Africa. There are so many wars. There are wars and there are rumors of wars. How about the rumors of North Korea, what they're up to? How about what's going on in Iran and, 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 and them trying to uh, build a, a, a nuclear uh, bomb? I mean, North Korea already has nuclear weapons, and there's rumors of what they might be up to. So there are wars and there are rumors of wars. But he says, these things are merely the beginning of birth pangs. These are just the beginning of something that's going to happen. So don't be afraid. Don't be anxious. When you hear of rumors, when you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be frightened. Those things must take place. But this is not yet. It's not yet the end. The end is coming, but it's not here yet, my friend. You know, we hear about earthquakes in various places. We know about famines. But it's not the end yet. Are earthquakes taking place? Yes. Are they, are they happening more often? I believe so. And I believe we hear about them more, more, more quickly because of, 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 of the news, of, because of um, 24-hour news stations and cable TV. And it's like instantaneous. You know, you can hear something can happen and it can be out there instantaneously with Twitter and with, with Instagram and with so many social media sites. Things happen, and you know about it instantly. So we're hearing about it more and more often, and famines and things, things that these are happening, but it's not the end. 
It says these are merely, this is merely the beginning. You know, Jesus is talking about the near and the far future. Here's something that happened in, in the near future for the disciples. It says, be on your guard, for they will deliver you to the courts, and you will be flogged in the synagogues, and you will stand before governors and kings for my sake as a testimony to them. And we see that. We see that in Acts chapter 4, verse 5. We see that in Acts chapter 5, verse 27. And we see it in Acts chapter 12, verse 1. These men, these apostles, they stood before governors. They stood before kings. They, they stood before the Pharisees in the synagogues. And they gave their testimony. And they preached Jesus. And they were flogged. And they were imprisoned. And they were delivered up for, for, for punishment. For standing for the faith. So this happened in the near future. But it also is happening today. How many times do we hear of Christians being persecuted in other countries for preaching the gospel? Christians being imprisoned. A friend of mine, Pastor Lyova, in Moscow, he went to a neighboring country that didn't allow uh, 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 Christians to, to preach. And he was preaching. And the, 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 the police walked in. He found out that a, there was a church going on. And they, they beat him, and they broke his leg, and he was in, in, in jail for 11 months before we, we were able to, to get him out of jail. So many Christians are being persecuted for their faith today and are going up and standing before judges and governors and kings, and they're standing up for their testimony. We don't realize what's going on out there, but Jesus said it would happen, and it's happening. How about this in the... In the 10th the verse, it says, The gospel must first be preached to all the nations. Now, the, remember, the context here is the disciples are asking, you know, what's going to happen? Show us what's going to happen before the, the, your return. And he says, The gospel must first be preached in all the nations. And I'm asking a question. Do you think there's a place, any place on the earth where the gospel has not been preached? Well, the answer is Yes. Absolutely. The gospel has not been preached to all the nations yet. We have not accomplished that yet. You know, the, there's a, a, according to the Joshua Project, there's over 7, million, 7 billion people in the world, and 2.9 billion of them have not been reached for the gospel yet. We need to do a better job about getting the gospel. There's so much work being done, but more needs to be done to get the gospel out to people who have not heard the gospel. You know, the God, Joshua Project says there's, a, there's a 16,500 unique people groups in the world, and over 6,900 of them are considered unreached by the gospel. You, th you, you don't believe that? Well, I'll give you some something before we go off the air. Think about China. China does not allow Christianity to be preached. How about Iran? It's illegal to preach to a Muslim about Jesus Christ. North Korea, Kim Jong-il doesn't allow media. He doesn't allow for Christianity to be in his country. And there are many, many other countries who have not heard the gospel. It's illegal in so many countries. We need to do better. We need to do more. But how about you? What have you done to share the gospel? Have you told anybody lately that there is a God in heaven who loves them? I would encourage you. Share your faith. Stand up for the faith and share your faith. Well, as you can tell by the music in the background, we are so out of time for this edition of uh, the Gypsy Christian Hour, but we'll be back next week. God bless you. Good night. And I hope to see you Friday night for prayer and worship in Arcadia. Until then, God bless.
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.